Welcome to the Giants Huddle. Get him in the huddle, get him in the huddle, get him in the huddle. A New York Giants podcast. I'm Madeline Burke, and welcome to another edition of the Giants Huddle podcast, which you can find on Giants.com, the Giants mobile app, and also all of your favorite podcast platforms. Make sure that you subscribe and leave a positive review if you like what you hear. Today, our guest is coming off a Pro Bowl season (laughs) on special teams number 31, Michael Thomas. Thanks for coming through. No no problem, man. Thank you for having me. Uh, It's always a pleasure. Um, First of all, special teams really is coming off a a great performance. Obviously, you guys have been very clear. You want to get a win. But having this unit kind of show up and play so well against Arizona – I heard that a story that you said Thomas McGahee actually kind of challenged you guys a little bit oh, this definitely. week. What's definitely. the story there? Oh, man. I mean, I, I love Coach for doing that, and I appreciate him because that's what makes me better and makes this unit better. But uh, literally, we started out the season, I mean, on fire. You saw what Antonio Hamilton was doing as a gunner on punt coverage. Uh, Cody Core making tackles on kickoff. Punt, you know, demanding double teams. Uh, Riley Dixon was punting out of this world. And then we kind of lost our way. The last couple of weeks, uh, I think, you know, Minnesota game, and then we gave up the block punt against New England, which kind of like turned the tide, got, gave them some momentum before we got back in that game. And uh, he said he just told us last week, point blank, like, look, y'all, aren't been, y'all haven't been playing physical enough. You know, y'all haven't made enough plays, and, uh, you know, we got to change that. As a matter of fact, you know, 3-1 word on the street is – you, know, you might be overrated. Yeah, you went to the Pro Bowl. You you know you make a lot of tackles. You've know, been leading the league in tackles since 2014. But what game changing plays have you made? So I love that. We took it personally up on ourselves to say, hey, if that's the narrative, if that's you know been the trend, we got to do something to change that. We got to work at it. And he, what it, and it took us working all throughout the weekend. He put us in position to make plays on Sunday, and you know. God, God willing, I was able, you know, to make uh, my first career block on that punt, uh, on, on that punt rush. So it was, it was great, man. I love the fact that he actually challenged us because sometimes we need that. We need that fire put up on us, and uh, like not added pressure, but you know, a little sense of urgency. It's interesting too. Like as a coach, you gotta kind of know your players and right. know what works for respond? them. Right, right. Who, because, who can take who can take some constructive criticism? Right. Who, who's going to respond well to certain things? And that's I think he knows that about me. Right. right. Who's going to respond well right. to 3-1 word right. on the street is. Right. right, right. But I love it, man. And I love him for that. Like, he's allowed me to lead the you know the the only way I know how to lead he's also like challenged me to be even better like yeah you make a lot of tackles but can you do more what more can you do and like I'm having a lot of career first being here so I love it absolutely that first block punt you mentioned too I mean that was huge a key play for the Giants this past weekend what what did you see what what did that feel like right I mean literally once I realized I came through free I've never in my life just even came close to blocking the punt so once I came through free like, all my technique just came down, you know, back to me, like, in an instance. Like, okay, do not leave my feet. Put my little triangle up and stick it out. Like, don't, you know, like, don't don't look anywhere else. Don't blink. Don't miss it. You know, like, I, I can't miss the layup. So, once you heard that best sound, that doo-doo, like, that's the best sound in football if you're on the punt block team. Yes. <laughs> Horrible if you're on the punt team. Yeah. Like, once I heard that, it was just trying to locate the ball and – you know, th- grateful that uh, Penny actually recovered it because I stepped out of bounds. Had I touched it, it would have been a safety instead of a touchdown. So, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm glad, man. The whole the whole unit was hype. That was yeah, it was a huge moment, a huge play for you guys. Uh, you're the type of guy who you play with a chip on your shoulder. Um, and you've talked about like different varying reasons that that comes about. But w- what are the things that motivate you? What are the chips that you carry week right. in and week out? Right. I mean, when you come in this game. And you were undrafted, you know, for most guys, it's probably the first time ever in your life you told you weren't good enough. 
So that sticks with me. And it's not even something I'm like saying to myself before every game or every play, but it's just in the back of my head, you know, there were not just some people, a lot of people who thought I wasn't good enough to play this game. So I get an opportunity and I say it every week. I'm in my Twitter post, Instagram post, you know, game day, thank God for another opportunity because I get an opportunity to go out and just show the world that not only am I good enough to be here, but I can play this game at a higher level. So, I mean, that's one chip. And then another thing that just really motivates me is my family. Um, got a lot of people back home watching me, a lot of people that I've met throughout either my career or that's back home now watching me that wish they could have that opportunity to play in the NFL. So every time I go out there, you know, I respect the game to to the utmost that, you know, I, I want to play at a high level because I know so many people never got the opportunity to be here. I wish they could still be here playing this game. So, I mean, I want to play it to a high level, and I want my family to be able to say, yeah, man, that's our, that's our little brother, or yeah, that's my cousin, or whatever. And, uh, you know, I got a son on the way. He's going to be born, like, any week now. <laughs> yeah, we're getting close. So, I mean, you know, I, I, I just want my daughter, my son, you know, my wife to be able to, you know, walk around and, and be proud, you know, that what I'm doing and what type of legacy I'm leaving on and off the field. Absolutely. And now, you know, you mentioned your family. People listening right now can't see this, but you're wearing a pink sweatshirt right. with the word cancer with a line through it, the number 31, and a lot of custom right. custom patches on it um, in honor, as you just told me, of your sister who right. passed recently. Right. I mean, obviously, October is breast cancer awareness and crucial catch is a big movement in right. the NFL. But, you know, talk about you personally, mm-hmm. what this means to you and, and how this drives you. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Uh <laughs> And it's, it's crazy to never really open up, talk about it. You know, I might put it in a post here and there and, you know, talk with, obviously with my family a lot. But uh, week one, lost my sister to her fighting breast cancer. Um, it, it, it was tough, but at the same time, you know, anybody who's listening, you know, if they've ever experienced a family member or someone close to them going through that, you know, you never want to see somebody struggling and in pain. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's to the point where it's like, God, if that's your will to take them, you know, and if they're you know, accepting that that fate that, you know, what I fought as hard as I could, but I don't want to be in pain anymore. And, you know, and, and, and they, they lose that battle. You know, you, you, you're you relieved and you're, you know, able to have peace knowing that they're no longer suffering. And um, I just want to continue to honor my sister. And, you know, it's a bunch of things that she wanted to do still before she was called home off this earth. And uh, one of the patches, like you said, is a bunch of custom patches. Uh, one of the patches says hope. That was part of her... Uh, Pink Hope Homes uh, LLC that she started. Uh, she wanted to build homes in the Houston area for anybody coming to get treatment, and uh, you know they're not. They didn't have to worry about uh, where would they stay or could they pay their bills, you know, and all that stuff. You know, no, nah, they got to be worried about fighting for their life. So you know that was something I'm going to continue to you know help help uh, do. We got a couple homes in Houston now, and uh, you know the real estate market in Houston. Uh, but for this sweatshirt in particular, I teamed up with American Cancer Society. Um, and not only through this month of breast cancer awareness, but, you know, throughout the whole year, we'll be using, you know, this hoodie, there's a Jersey version as well to like, you know, try to raise funds for, you know, the American Cancer Society and, you know, all the research for, uh, you know, fighting all type of cancer, especially breast cancer. And also my, uh, sister's Pink Hope Home, Pink Hope Homes, LLC. And, uh, this patch right here, the Z Strong is for, my sister and Zinga Thomas. So. I love it. I love it. And and it's interesting, too, because you are such a positive person and a right. positive presence. And, you know, losing a family member, obviously, October is, you know, the crucial catch, breast cancer awareness, and is the month that we bring more awareness to it. But, you know, people go through these things, like you said, right. at it's any real. time of the year, and it's, it's real. real. And, and you still walk into this locker room with a smile on your face and happy to see everyone. Right. And, and, you know, you're paying this forward. Uh, you know, that, it, it's inspiring to really watch that. And, 
and carrying on, you know, your sister's legacy, but also some of the stuff that you do in the right. community. You've been so involved, um, you know, with bail reform mm-hmm. in, in upstate. You and Antoine Bethea went right, up there, right. too. And, and and what drives you to be so active? Uh, just <clears throat> the fact that right now in the NFL, you got a huge platform. You got a voice. And, uh, you know, obviously you can just take the perks and, you know, live life and be cool. But Or you can use that for trying to create you know, something positive in life or try to create some real change if you see fit. And that's what I try to do, man. I got a voice. I got a platform right now. It's probably it'll probably come a time where, you know, I'm retired and nobody's like paying attention to me anymore. Like, I could chill and relax then. But right now, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to use that to try to create change in our communities, regardless if it's, like you said, bail reform, if it's, uh, you know, trying to, you know, increase or uh, change, you know, the poverty uh, crisis that we have with, you know, low-income communities and, you know, communities I come from. Uh, just, just uh, you know, racial inequality, all that type stuff. And one of my biggest passions is education. I work with a camp back home in Houston with my Dream Builders Foundation, raise funds after every win. You know, I try to sell, auction off my uh, game-worn jersey on social media and just did an event uh, this past Monday with United Way NYC uh, for trying to raise funds for this New York uh, tri-state area, uh, trying to, it's called Read NYC, trying to give uh, books to kids since from the time they're born up until high school just so that we can change that narrative of not not being on like the reading grade level at, the, at their school, man. So anything dealing with our youth and our communities trying to, you know, increase uh, the resources that they get in education, anything dealing with just trying to like help out communities and people who are, you know, less, you know, less um, blessed or, you know, like less privileged than others, no, that's my passion. And I'm going to try to do that as long as I got a voice in the platform. Absolutely. I love it. Um, yeah, you do a lot with kids. Is there Are there moments that you remember that stick out to you? Do you kind of see these kids later down oh, the path after, you 100%, know, you... 100%. Yeah. Right? It's crazy. Just playing in the Cardinals game, one of the receivers came up to me. It's like, bro, you don't even remember. You came to my school when you were uh, in Stanford and went to the 49ers. You know, he's like, I went to Pally High School, which is right across the street from Stanford. And it's like, yeah, you came, spoke to us and said, what up? So, oh like, no, nah, I mean, it's, it's so many moments like that. And you see kids and they've grown up or, you know, you've, you've, you've done things in the past. And he's like, man, that really had an impact. And that's what I want. It's like, I remember growing up, you know, so you see the Play 60 commercials all the time. It's like, man, well, I can't have an NFL player, you know, come surprise my school or do something in my school. So I said, if I ever made it, you know, I'd try to give back as much, you know, as much as possible. And to see that it actually has an effect, like some kids, even if it's one, you know, it, it really has an impact on them. Like, that's it's, it's cool. That's great, though. I love when things come full circle like that because, right. you know, you have these moments and then the game brings you a lot of different places. Right. And you've got, you know, uh, like you're in this game for a while and somebody's new in the field and right. then all of a sudden you're like, oh, my gosh. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah, like you said, this game, it takes you a lot of places and the longer you stay in, the, the, the more experiences you get. A lot of things I never thought I'd be able to do and places, you know, I never thought I'd go just from being in this game. It's been such a blessing to my family. So, like I said, I respect this game so much. Just try to give my all every time I step out on that field. I love it. Michael Thomas, thank you so much for taking the time with us today. No problem. Uh, Thank you for listening to the Giants Huddle podcast. We appreciate you being with us on Giants.com and the Giants mobile app. And as a reminder, the show's also available on all popular podcast platforms. Make sure you subscribe or add us to your favorites list. I'm Madeline Burke. We'll see you next time.